to another episode of The Back Bar, presented by Beers at Round Table. This week, I am joined by a special guest, my friend, Nathaniel Vasquez. Yay! How's it going? Um, and so, actually, we are drinking an old-fashioned tonight, and uh, you want to tell them which, which bourbon we're using? Sure, yeah. Uh, we'll be drinking the Bullet Bourbon. Uh, you know, it's a very cla- it's classic. It's always nice. Uh, definitely one of the recommendations I would have with it all fashion. So. Yeah, I mean, you actually turned me on to this bourbon, and I've been, you know, buying it ever since you uh, you bought it for me for, I think, the moving in uh, yeah. present. And, you know, like I told you yesterday, we I actually took this to uh, taste testing um, with my uncle's uh, for uh, Christmas Eve, and they were all fascinated by it. They all loved it, um, especially since you know they're more used to like the cheaper bourbons and yeah. And there's a huge difference, you know. Yeah, cheap stuff versus good stuff. Yeah, and you know, Bullet has actually kind of shot up in popularity a lot recently. Yeah, I think so. Um, a lot of people are definitely going to like that middle of the market kind of uh, mm-hmm. taste. Yeah, because yeah, they find out. Well, I, mean, I think it's always been that way, though. At the same time, mm-hmm. you don't want to spend too much money, and you know they have a great product. Uh, I don't actually know what kind of barrels they use, mm-hmm. but of course, you know it's from it's from like the you know bourbon area, Kentucky area. Yeah, well, and see, you know, I think this is kind of where your expertise comes because you know you've been a bar back before, mm-hmm. you've actually been out there working, and you've been able to taste some of these spirits that many of us only dream about tasting so right. you know give us a little bit of insight into that like what it's like actually being a bar back and you know working the actual job okay well just a bit of background what a bar back means is it's it's stocking everything that the bartender would need to do so that they actually do their job right mm-hmm. well that goes from filling the ice for the, for the for the bins, all the way to restocking the syrups, all the bottles, washing the dishes, you know, pretty much the bar bitch, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> the way, I mean, but in all honesty, at the same time, you're, you're the, you're the lifeblood. Mm-hmm. So you're, you gotta be running, make sure you're active and just checking on everything. Right. I mean, you know? the bar essentially wouldn't function without you, right? Exactly. You know, um, again, the bartenders are definitely the face of the bar. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want people who are like bartenders themselves have to be very, you know, sociable. Bark backs don't necessarily have to do that. They have to be good runners. Yeah. You know? And of course, you know, a lot of these guys are always trying to become a bartender. Mm-hmm. Now, most of the time they do become bartenders. And, you know, so depending on where you work, you kind of develop your own preference from, mm-hmm. like, either being like a, some sort of, like, bartender that does beers, you know, mm-hmm. or cocktails, which right. I was focused more on the cocktail side. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so now it's kind of bars where I was working. Um, I was working at Whistler's, you know, for about four years, just bar backing there. Um, like, they were all heavily into the, the, the cocktail scene. Well, bars. I mean, I think you've previously stated it was actually, what, like, the best cocktail bar in Austin, right? Yeah, rated by, you know, a lot of different, you know, news news articles mm-hmm. uh, saying that they're, like, the highest rated in, like, in the state, in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm definitely, you know, biased, but I think it's still has that one of the best places to go. Well, yeah, and, you know, it's... Austin has this culture that really lends itself to the cocktail scene, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, 
if you're coming to Texas, you're going to want to come to Austin to actually get a good cocktail. Um, there's a few places up in the DFW area, but mainly that scene kind of came back um, in California and has, you know, gone across the states. Uh, right. And so, you know, I always hear from the California podcast talking about Austin yeah. and how this is the place to be if you want to learn how to make a good cocktail. Huh. And I don't know. Uh, from your experience, would you would you agree with that? Like, I think so. Uh, really, because you know, Austin's growing so much. Yeah, and it's kind of like the area where you know you're definitely getting that California feel. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, you know, I mean, there's this, we we are the capital, and there's just a different, just a, a giant variety of people who are coming in. Right. So with it's, that, it's it's ideas that are also coming in too, right? right. And so the blend of the culture that we're getting exactly. here, mm-hmm. you know, so that you know can definitely get. Interesting. You can get some interesting ideas for like cocktails. Mm-hmm. You know, people think of like, oh, it's just culture. Well, I mean, there, and there's a bar, there's a bar, you know, bartending culture. There's a guild that you go to, you know, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, there's some really cool cocktails there. I mean, a lot of these uh, craft cocktail bars, they just try to always send out like a new, um, a new a menu every season, you right? Know, just to stay on top of it, you know, which is great. You mm-hmm. know, that's what you know it's all about. You know, trying to experiment and mm-hmm. figure it all out. You know, taste. What's good for your taste buds, you know? Right. And see, I think that's something that some of the smaller, um, you know, college towns kind of don't get. Because they're just trying to serve the cheapest amount, or I'm sorry, the most amount of alcohol that's super cheap yeah. for the cheapest price. Which but, sucks. Yeah, it mean. sucks. And people don't get to, you know, taste something like Bullet, where, you know, this is a little bit more mid-tier but it has like a good full flavor to it right that's not just gonna burn and you have to cover it up with coke or something <laughs> yeah. like that I'm screaming your yeah <laughs> or you know yeah all like yeah that's that's the other thing the huge shots or yeah. like shots have essentially become mini cocktails mm-hmm. you know where you have a board of a hundred shots at you know certain places yeah and you know it it takes away from the cre- like the craft of the drinking, right? You know? Exactly. You know, this should be something you sit down and enjoy. You know, with friends and right. you sip on and totally. And you know, a lot of people just don't understand that. Yeah, and I mean that's the thing. You know, when you think about it, and, and if you want to look at it in just the like college towns, mm-hmm. a lot of these guys, you know, we're we're all okay. Well, honest to God, most of us start drinking before we're twenty one, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when we turn 21, we're like, all right, we just whatever we want. Mm-hmm. And you're in college and you're, you're in college and you're just kind of doing, you know, being free and doing whatever you want. You know, you're not really thinking about flavors. You're just drinking to get drunk. Mm-hmm. And like half the guys are just drinking to get drunk and then probably get laid. Right. You know, so they're not thinking so much about the craft. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once you get older, which is like more of like the scene where you're going for it, where like where I worked at, more than people who want the craft cocktails, they, um, you know, after a while, you kind of back off on that, and you're like, all right, there are some seriously good flavors. You mm-hmm. just sit down and, like, think about it and, you know, spend the time on it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could definitely agree with that, because it was, it was not too long after I started drinking that I'm like, well, how can I make my own of this? And that that's where the margarita, you know, yeah. knocked on my door, and I got to the point where I was confident making a margarita, and 
you know, from there started to develop my appreciation for bourbon and, you know, coming down here and having old fashions with you guys. And yeah. it's like, you know, I guess I kind of did it an accelerated because I didn't really drink yeah. until like, you know, my last semester in college. But, you know, it it's something that I think a lot of people miss out on and then ultimately they just regret and they don't want to drink because they're like, oh, tequila, that makes me just throw up. But no, you can get a good mid-tier tequila, mm-hmm. 100% de agave, and it's, you know, it's it's good. You could, I... And you don't actually get as many, as many hangovers. Right, exactly, because, you know, with that cheap uh, mix, though, that you get, it's, you know, the crappier stuff, they're, like, skimming it from the top quicker, so you're going to get that stuff that really gives you that hangover. Well, that's the thing. Also, I mean, if you want to really get, like, nerdy with it, like, a lot of these, like, lower-tiered, you know, alcohols, I mean, they're actually whiskey, and then they mm-hmm. mix it with vodka. Yeah. And, like, I mean, they'll, or they'll be a, it'll be a tequila, but they'll mix a lot of it with, like, vodka. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, like, when, you, when you're doing your research... Vodka can be distilled by anything, right? right? And all it really, well, anything that takes it to become a vodka, all you gotta do is distill it at a high enough proof, mm-hmm. and then you cut it down with water or something, right? So let's say that you want to have, you know, well, manufacturers know this kind of thing, right? Obviously, they've been doing this for a long time, mm-hmm. so they're thinking, okay, well, if we can make a whole buttload of vodka, water it down, and then mix it with some flavoring of whiskey, mm-hmm. well, then there you go, seven buck check, right? Or not seven buck check. Seven buck whiskey. Yeah, seven buck. Yeah, those, those nice plastic bottles oh, that you know. have those weird things in it. That yeah. <coughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Get those things for your jungle juice. You know, mm-hmm. everyone have a pretty good time. Yeah, I mean, there is always the argument of this can be used for something, and it takes someone creative to actually use it for something. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think ultimately. Where I think you and I and all of our friends have come down. It's like we want to sort of build out what we, you know, have that one of everything yeah. in, in your home bar, you know. Yeah. Have have the go-to that whenever someone comes over, you can give them something that's of notable quality yeah. and they're going to like. They're going to appreciate it when they get there, you know. Yeah. I mean, because you definitely know, like, all right, these guys... Yeah, make you some nice drinks. Mm. And see that that is one thing that I personally enjoy is whenever we have people over, I I love, you know, just making drinks for people. Uh You know. If if I have the ingredients or if I have most of the ingredients, I will figure out a way to make that drink for you. And (laughs) you know, it's just become a passion of mine recently and I mean, I don't know, if you feel the same or um, I or mean, did you kind of fall out of it after I mean, moving after, on? I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anyone from most of us listen to this. You know, you guys all know I used to drink all the time. <laughs> the okay, this is space facts. So I mean, you know, I used to drink a lot. So I, I mean, I don't drink so much anymore. I definitely just drink more like the cocktails, like you know, when, with you and I, mm-hmm. just because you know that's nice. You know, yeah. I'm not looking to really get drunk. Right. Um. So I'm less on the actual cocktails nowadays, but it doesn't mean that the quality can't be there anymore. You know, right. I prefer that's that's the thing actually because I'm drinking less. I want the, you know, I want that bullet bourbon instead of you know the, you know, 
the lower tier drinks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I definitely want, you know, the, the nice, you know, Angostura bitters and all kind of thing. Yeah. Can, at the end of the day, if you want a nice cocktail, you're going to have to pay a little bit more for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a smart shopper, you can find them. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that is one thing I actually probably need to get into on the podcast is bitters and yeah. all their uses. Or even, I, I, I um, attribute this to you is, is the little bit of salt. Yeah, adding a into, little bit of salt. A little bit of salt helps a lot. And, yeah. and I've actually been seeing it a lot recently is uh, people using... Um, Saline solution. Oh, yeah? Yeah, like droppers, you know, one one yeah. drop of it. And, yeah, I mean, it's, you know. It's know. crazy how salt can actually kind of bring things out, huh? Yeah, because you would think that, like, oh, that's going to ruin the flavor of the drink. But, no, it it dampens certain flavors but then expresses other flavors so well mm-hmm. that, I mean, I don't know. It's, I mean, it makes complete sense. Um, you know, I, I always think of it as, like, Making a cocktail is a lot like cooking, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of aspects to like cooking, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you're gonna if you can if you're good at cooking, you know, and you just you you have an appreciate for alcohol. Mm-hmm. I mean, just go ahead and put those suckers together, you know, and start playing around. <laughs> you, know? you know, get crazy with it. Yeah, get crazy with it. You know, that's the only way you really know where your fi- where your line is. You know, uh huh, so to speak. Oh. All right, well. Um, typically we actually rate our alcohol, so do you mm. want to give a, give a good rating to, or a bad rating, whichever rating you prefer to bullet? Hold on, let me take a little sniffer. Uh, I'm gonna go with eight and a half on bullet bourbon. Oh yeah? And so, oh, yeah. what, what about it? Why, why an eight and a half, I guess? Okay, well, out of principle, I don't, I do not believe in giving anything sevens. Uh-huh. You know, that's like the one thing, because mm-hmm. it's, six means it fails, and then eight or and above means it's good and you'll like it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, okay, you pass, <laughs> and you know, there's no choice. And then like, an eight and a half means, okay, uh, for me, it's something I can sip on, you right. know? Um, it definitely has a little bit more rounded flavor, you know, on, uh, just in the notes in general, uh... Um, definitely a little bit harder on the on the notes, though. Mm-hmm. You know, they they're rounded out, but you can still taste the alcohol a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, that's my eight and a half. I like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and um, see, that's something that you know we'll have to get into more later on the podcast. But yeah, the way you drink liquor is so much different from the way you drink beer. Oh yeah. And I mean, personally, I do like a. I think they call it like a Texas chew or something like that. Texas chew? Yeah, so like, you know, I'll take a sip, yeah. swallow, and then sort of like chew while blowing out, and it oh. helps get that that flavor throughout my mouth of yeah. the bourbon, um, and then kind of helps cut down on that burn. Oh, but, okay. you know, some people do like the burn, some people don't, you know. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'd have to agree with you like an eight and a half, like... I think this is the perfect bourbon if you're just entertaining guests. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's going to be of that little bit higher quality Definitely. tier. It's not going to break the bank, but maybe this isn't your top shelf stuff. Oh yeah, I mean, you can get you can get ridiculous with the pricing on those, you know. Yeah, they're only special locations. Yeah, yeah, and you know, that's something I think I want to maybe get you and a few other people in on, like when we like do like a flight. 
of oh. bourbon or something like that, yeah. where we like try and go from like the cheapest to the most expensive for later podcast. podcasts. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I'd have to agree. Eight and a half is is a good um, placement for bourbon, mm-hmm. uh, or sorry, bullet bourbon. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I I like the notes of this. It has a really good flavor that here I'm gonna have to have to take another sniff of it just like yeah. you oh god what oh just antivirus popped up on <sighs> antivirus knows he's drinking <laughs> yeah see I think one thing is um we haven't actually touched upon is you know the difference between drinking a bourbon on the rocks versus just drinking it neat yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to talk about that, I mean, I mean, generally speaking, there's three ways you should always try a bourbon or any alcohol, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You start off with just a neat, right, just to kind of get the base, and then you have a droplet of like water, you mm-hmm. know, just to kind of open up the spices, and then you'll add it with ice. Mm-hmm. Not too many, like maybe like one ice cube, just to kind of like let it like round off those notes. Right, and so each each version of that. Or sipping on that is going to have different notes that you're going to taste, Definitely. and it, and it is crazy, like adding a drop of water, how much it changes that flavor. Oh yeah, and like just even now, just on the ice, you know, I take a sip and I can kind of taste like some dark wood and you know like hints of vanilla mm-hmm. and you know just you know these awesome notes of flavor that. You just don't get in other alcohol. Yeah, definitely. But anyways, it was a good cast. Um, as Brad would say, don't forget to crack a cold one with your boys. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers.